Yo, what's going on everybody? This is Donkey Tron coming at you again with uh Chavez versus uh Canelo Breakdown. Breakdown. Frank what's Mysterio Jr. here. Thanks for having me on the show again. Got my guest here. Thanks once again, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Those of you who are here. Frank Mysterious. The third? The third. The second. Um, what is this? The fourth today? Depending on the quattro. Happy Cinco de Cuatro. For those of you who know about Cinco de Cuatro. Yeah, um, shout out to Arrested Development. Shout out to Talk is Deep. Shout out to the rewrites. Frankie's band. You're the bassist. For people that haven't been listening that haven't listened to the Fool podcast. Um you're my frat brother. You're in the rewrites. You're a history major. Soccer coach, entrepreneur, <laughs> rapper, producer. Trained Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yet. I do want to do some Jiu-Jitsu or Muay Thai maybe, but soon. Today's a good show, though, because we're going to talk about something I know very little about. Mm-hmm. Some, some boxing. Some boxing. Yeah, so um, we have Canelo versus Chavez Jr. <laughs> this weekend. And... Um, it's a big deal, right? Cause no, it's, it's a big deal in the Mexican community. The Cinco de Mayo tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Cinco de Mayo tomorrow, and they're fighting on the sixth. We'll fight on Saturday. Cinco de Mayo weekend. Two Mexican boxers. Two of the best Mexican boxers, definitely Canelo, maybe Chavez, depending on who you ask. Uh, but yeah, it's a big deal. Mexico is definitely a a, a, a boxing nation, right? A, definitely a country with rich boxing traditions, right? All the way back. Mostly what, like in the 80s and 90s, right? But even farther back, but... Uh, definitely in the 90s. Um, did you grow up... No, the 80s and 90s, you're definitely right with uh, Chavez Sr. Right. Um, did you grow up watching? Cause you, so you're a, you love soccer. Your dad must love soccer, too. I don't watch soccer. Yeah. Nothing against it, but I just didn't grow up watching it. I, I remember memories of us going over to family members' houses because they were all getting the fights, and we all wanted to watch uh, Chavez Sr. beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. And I, I think any Mexican had that. Even Mexican-American had that feeling. And um, so it it's crazy because so at that time, Chavez Sr., for those people that don't know a little bit of boxing history, Chavez Sr. rose through the 80s, was a superstar in the 90s, uh, multiple-time champion, 87-0, and 0, till he got his first defeat. I think he's beaten 21 past, present, or future champions at that time. Um, he's just incredible. I'm not, I'm not sure what his record is. It's 100 and something and six. A lot of shots to the head, folks. Uh, but he, he's still there. <laughs> if, if you notice, he's yeah, still there. Yeah, He's getting his son out of problems, but more on that later. Yeah, no, so um, <laughs> he, he he's probably the greatest boxing... He's probably the greatest... Boxing hero Mexico has right. Chavez Senior, and, and, and his son is fighting Canelo, which I'll get to right now. But it, it's it's awesome because um, so his son followed in his footsteps, 
has become a champion himself, and he's fifty and two, fifty-two and one, I believe. I think it was fifty-one and one. I think one was a no contest, right? I, I think. Um, I think he had a no contest on there, so it's. It might, I think it's just the one loss. No, right? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, he's fifty-two and uh, and one. Oh, okay, yeah. And Canelo's forty-eight, one and one. Yeah, no, but uh, so it. They're both great boxer, father and son boxers. But um, Chavez has always gotten criticism because he's, uh, they say he's, he hasn't fought the best competition, but he has, though. It's just that the, I don't think the competition is there in the same that in other boxing uh, weight classes. like uh, Middleweight, right? Yeah, the, the middleweight, like Canelo. Like Canelo's fought at, with Mayweather, Pacquiao, fucking, the list goes on and on. Fucking, what's his name that knocked out? Austin Trout, he fought... Uh, no, the, well, yeah, Austin Trout, but uh, I mean, that knocked out uh, Pacquiao. Fucking I, I, Marquez. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Marquez. They, uh, oh, Oscar was in there. Chavez is in there. It, the middle, middleweight's always been really good. It's always been a great division. And, and these uh, are the only two Mexican champions of that division, no? Who? Canelo and, and Chavez Jr.? I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, uh, Oscar. Well, oh. for full-blooded Mexican, yeah. I guess. But, like, what? He crossed the line and he's not... Nah, well, he's not full, but a Mexican anymore. I guess as far Mexican as American, I know how you were saying. Like, well, to start off, uh, yeah, Me- <laughs> Mexico is a country with a rich boxing tradition, right? It's a it's a thing. I can remember as far back as I can think of just getting together with my uncles and and like family to watch. I can remember the names, right? I can remember that the boxing matches were twelve rounds. I can't really remember like actually paying yeah. too much attention. No, to No, I the definitely boxing. have to go back and check the stats and check who they fought. I remember being there. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, I don't remember the fights. Yeah. Like, I was too young. Yeah, but I remember being there, and I remember remembering Chavez, and remembering the importance that he. I don't. He was really important in the Mexican community. Like it. It's something that really has to be brought up because it was. It wasn't like he was just a boxer. No, he was a hero. He was a hero for the Mexicans here in the States, for all the Mexicans in Mexico. He was a hero. Yeah. He was a superstar. Right. It is a big deal, yeah. And then, I, don't, I don't think he gets the credit outside of Mexico now in boxing that he should. Because of what you were saying, right? They're saying he he had some some weak fights. Well, no, uh, his, his son. And his son's really good. His son's really, really good, too. But his son, they're saying that he he hasn't had he hasn't had the best he hasn't fought the best, so that's why he's saying he wants to fight Canelo. Um, but he he just doesn't have the people in his division. That's why he went up to fight Fanfara, and he got knocked out by Fanfara. And I think he got knocked out or knocked down twice. No, I'm pretty sure he got knocked out. Pretty sure it finished in a knockout. I don't think it went to decision. But Fanfara knocked him down at least. Fanfara got the win. Maravilla beat him. I don't know if you remember. We saw that. We, yeah, we it was saw in that 2012. Fight. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Chavez almost had him in the 12th round. Yeah. Yeah. And then he failed the drug test after. Yeah. Chav- See, the thing is, Chavez has the skill to win. He just doesn't apply it how he should, I believe. Yeah. He's like, infamous for, for just, like, not taking it serious, right? He fights like his dad. Or he tries to fight like his dad. He tries to put it on like his dad instead of fighting smart. Lengthy, what he is, and, and he, he he's a good power, power puncher. But, um, <clears throat> so, Chavez... Got had to had to face um, Oscar de la Hoya. Oscar was Mexican American. He had a lot of hate from the Mexican fans because he was uh, born in the United States. Yeah. Um, I remember like loving Gavacho. both of them, but loving wa- 
My dad watched both of them. He right. watched both of their careers growing up. So I remember watching both of them. And then De La Hoya destroyed Chavez. At Be- the end, right? Yeah. He was at the end of his career, and um, De La Hoya just fought smarter. He was um, he was jabbing him. He was, uh, he was using his combos and getting out of there. And Chavez was known for pressure. He was known for pressure and liver shots, wearing you down <laughs> with the body shots. Yeah. Body shots, body shots. And um, Oscar was known for just wearing you down all around. Jabs, jabs, and getting out. And uh, a lot of combos. Really fast hands, but he was powerful as well. And um, De La Hoya beat him twice. Towards the end of his career, of course. Who knows what would have happened if they would have fought both in their primes. But um, I remember watching those. So the significance of that is De La Hoya went on to become one of the the uh, stars of boxing he, he he's got golden boy promotions right, he was known the as the golden boy. boy he um he's probably the biggest promoter right now in boxing and uh he was a phenomenal boxer went on to be a superstar fought mayweather fought pacquiao he's fought the best he always fought everybody right anyone put in front of him he had his losses but he had great victories as well like i saw the mosley fight i think the first one, I think they... I don't know. I have to go watch him back. I saw him as a kid. And you see... When you see him as a kid and you... And then you see him later when you've actually boxed and you take this... Like, you see what boxing is. Yeah. You kind of take that into consideration instead of, I'm Mexican, so I want him to win. Right. And uh, yeah. they're hitting each other. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? yeah. So you actually know the technicalities of it. You know what goes into, like, boxing and it's hit and not be hit. What they're judging. Yeah, and in and out. One, two, one, two, three, and out. And, um... I don't. I don't know. That, that that's how you judge it as a kid. You just want to see knockouts, and you root for the Mexican fighter. And you don't know the technicalities of boxing, but yeah, whatever. I just put the be- place the bets, right? You pick yeah. a round. That's mm-hmm. what I remember too. Mm-hmm. Everybody picking a round and putting the money in, and if you got the right round, you got you won the whole pot, right? Yeah. So if you were Mexican, no matter what, you grew up a boxing fan, one way or the other. Either you were rounded some some yeah. somehow. De La Hoya fan. So again, the significance of that is now he's the biggest promoter, and he's. He started promoting um, Canelo in, in early on in his career. I don't know how early that, not too early. But Canelo was a rising star, came out of poverty, and he uses the fundamentals really well, and he's a power puncher, dude. He uses his combos really well, power puncher, and he uses the, the Mayweather-style defense, the shoulder roll. He rolls the punches off his shoulder, and he, and he counters with the right. Counters back with the right. He uses a lot of that Mayweather technique, but he's a lot of pressure fighter as well with power. Yeah, he's he's what May, he's what people want Mayweather to be. Like he's an all around good fighter. That's right. what I'm trying to say. Not just for the points. Yeah, he's just not. Well, yeah, Mayweather's gonna win on points pretty much. He's not a knockout artist. Right. Mayweather's not a knockout guy. Canelo's got like 20 plus KOs, right? Yeah. Um, I like to look it up real quick, but no, he's he's definitely got over 20 KOs. So does Chavez though. Chavez has like 30 something. I think 19 of his wins aren't by KO. The other are. So. And, and that's 50 plus fights, right? Well, they both almost got 50, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 50, 50 fights at least under their belt. Yeah, so. Um, De La Hoya promotes uh, Canelo now. And Canelo's the biggest star in boxing. So Golden Boy Promotions. Everybody, yep. He's under Golden Boy Promotions. He's the biggest star in Mexico. He's the biggest star in boxing. He's a pay per view king right now. He's making commercials with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, he's he's for was that for Under Armour? Tecate, I think. Or that was Tecate. Yeah, you're right. That was for Tecate <laughs> for beer. What's lie? Um, 
he's he's a he's a great boxer. Be bold, right? His That's style nice. his style is very entertaining. And uh he puts it out there. He's fought the best and he's dropped weight to fight the best and now Chavez Jr., which has accumulated his own fucking phenomenal record, fifty two and one. He's gotten his titles, is dropping down to fight. Canelo, do you know what the weight is going to be at? Does it say? It's a catch weight. That's one of the things yeah. I wanted to talk about. It's going to be at 164 and a half. Yeah, 164 and a half. And Chavez seems to be on on point to make the weight. Apparently, to... right? But he's notorious for for missing mm-hmm. weight, right? I think there's actually a clause in the in the in the, yeah. in the contract that said it like he had to throw in a million for, for like every like pound. half pound or yeah. some shit like that. But um so the thing is this this is an emotional fight. So they they kind it, there's kind of a beef because De La Hoya beat Chavez Sr., and now he promotes I see. Canelo, and this is Chavez Jr., Chavez Sr.'s son. Yeah. It's pretty much De La Hoya versus Chavez Sr. They're, they're they're both in these guys. They're both promoting each each one of these guys, and they have a say. I hadn't even considered training. that part of it. You, you didn't? Well, I know, like, Canelo, yeah. I, I had understood that but you Canelo, le- the le- he legitimately was, like, mad. He was calling this guy, like, a bad role model, right? He was, like... Disrespectful to the sport, right? Because, like you said, it, the Chavez is known to not take like his camp serious, yeah. right? To like train half ass, to test positive for drugs, to fucking miss weight yeah. all the time. Yeah. So he's like, this guy's an embarrassment to boxing. He's like, I work hard, right? And and I knew like there was some animosity. He said, I really want to take this guy's head off, but I hadn't even considered that. I hadn't even, and I hadn't even considered that 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 the there's levels to this. Yeah, yeah there's, there's levels. No, there. They're intertwined. So this fight should have happened, I believe, like seven years ago or five years ago, a lot earlier in um, Canelo's career. And I was watching the, you know, where they sit him down, right? Where with Max Kellerman, yeah, and they ask him questions. Oh yeah, isn't that where oh, they make the bet? Dude, it was intense. That's yeah, where they that's made where the they bet. made the bet. You want to tell them about the bet real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they give up? Uh, the winner was going to get their whole purse, wasn't that it? Or yeah, did, whoever whoever lost had to give up their purse to the other guy. I was going to say, at first it was a little more specific, right? Because Chavez said he would knock him out in the eighth or some shit like that. Yeah, that's what I wanted to get into real quick. I was just looking up this guy's actual, like, uh, victims list. But, um, so they were sitting there, and uh, <laughs> Max Kellerman face. asks uh, Chavez Jr., he asked him, uh, so you said you were going to knock out Chavez, or Canelo, do you still stand by that or something like that to the, of, the, of that nature? And uh, Chavez uh, Jr.'s like, Maybe. well, you know, this is boxing and you, anything could happen. And then uh, Canelo's like, he's like, fuck that. He's like, no, tú dijites que me vas a noquear en el ocho. He's like, tú lo dijites. And then um, he's, like, po, uh, pon el din- he's like, yo pongo todo mi, uh, mi dinero que, que te gano, right? He was pretty much saying, um, he's, putting his he's, whole like, saying he's like, you were saying you were knocking me, you were knocking me out on the eighth. What happened to that? He's like, I'm going to knock you out. He was actually saying, I'm going to knock you out. And he's like, uh, let's better. He's like, I'll bet you anything you want. I bet you anything I have. He's like, I bet you let's bet. Let's bet purses. And they shook hands. And then Max Kellerman's like, well, there you have it. It was tense. <laughs> it was pretty tense because, um, so big Brown brought it up. I watch a lot of podcasts and, uh, big Brown, he's like, Dude, they were not looking each other in the eyes, and uh, Chavez, Chavez, it was just drama. You think yeah, Chavez yeah, Junior was? Um, it was just hype. No, well, Canelo was looking like like five. He was yeah, looking he was right mad, at him. Yeah. Chavez was not looking. This was early on though. This was a lot like really early on in the training camps, and uh, Chavez Junior was speaking English, 
And Canelo was like, fuck that, I'm going yeah. I'm to get every word I want to say out. He's like, I'm going to speak fucking perfect Spanish to you, cabrón. He's like, no ocho, cabrón, vamos a ver. We'll see about that. But, um, so Chavez Sr. stepped in. That bet's off. Yeah, I don't know if you heard. yeah, yeah. I, I, I should have watched the interview again, but... Uh, he said something about livelihoods, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a lot of money, nigga. <laughs> this is a lot of money. He's like, I need my cut, bro. Yeah. So I got to stop saying nigga. Someone criticized me the other day for saying it. Word? On online, they're like, it's not authentic. I'm like, what? I bet it was some white guy that gets offended by it. I, I we're just... I described it as a term of endearment. Uh, the people may have a point. Yeah, they do. We're, we're working past it. We're mm-hmm. moving beyond it. This is where we're working with the times. I've mentioned I want to get it out of my vocabulary. It's just hard when it's all around you. We're, we're trying to improve, folks. Yeah, word. <laughs> but yeah. No, but uh, there's there's levels to this. And the, there's a feud. There's definitely a feud because they were supposed to fight earlier on. The fight hasn't happened. And now we're getting it May 6th, two days away. And we're doing a fight campaign. So you guys tune in. Hit the subscribe button. You guys will get a um, notification for that shit. But um, this uh, hold on. This they set this. This has been for a while, man. This the anticipation's been building. They said they they they. I feel like they set this fight up like a long time ago, right? Um, at least like I want to say by like it was like around Christmas time when this fight was announced. Boxing does that though. They set up their their shit. Yeah, I just watch more MMA now. I guess I'm used to that shit. Guys these days are ready to fight on like. (laughs) No, MMA sets it up super fast, dude. They set it up in no time. Uh, no Canelo so how many can- oh not- this is non-title right because obviously nobody's no, nobody's got a title right and and, and in uh, the catchweight no right. it, it should be for well that's part of it too right but uh, Canelo had to relinquish his title no um, yeah he had to give it to Triple G because they haven't fought right so, I, I don't know how that works out it's super weird so but like they were I, weren't they wasn't Triple G like saying that Canelo was trying to duck him yeah yeah so they gave him back his title. So so Triple G was champion. I don't know how this works out, dude. Like boxing's so weird. So Triple G was champion and Canelo and and Cotto paid Golovkin so they could fight for the title. So Canelo won the title and then vacated it or they stripped it from him and gave it back to Golovkin. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I just, should have read up on it right before I was, this. What I was reading was that like Triple G was like he wanted this fight like sooner, right? He yeah. wanted this. Uh, Dude, the, I, it's stupid. I I hate these politics because Canelo says you have the contract. I sent you the contract multiple times and you haven't signed it. So here's the thing though, too, because everybody's already talking about that, right? Like because the winner of this fight could potentially fight Golovkin, right? Like regardless of who wins. Yeah, yeah. This is pretty much almost a setup to Golovkin because Golovkin is. Bigger than, he's bigger than Canelo, but smaller than Chavez. So this can potentially set up a good one sixty right between either one of them. Yeah. Well, Canelo's moving. He's he's moving. He's he gained he's, weight he, for this. He's right? moving up and uh, like Chavez pounds? is moving down. Ten pounds than yeah. he heavier than he yeah. usually fights. Yeah, he's moving up. You how do you, do you think that factors in at all? Because I mean, uh, Chavez has the size and the reach advantage, right? He's longer. Yeah, he's taller, like, dude. So it might be different just because. So I was I was three ten, and when I started doing MMA, I was going down, down, and I, and I eventually lost seventy pounds. 
when I dropped all the way to 70, I definitely noticed a difference. I was lighter. I was a lot. I could jump higher. I could fucking jump over fences. My cardio went super up. I was doing super intense fucking workouts, though. But, uh, you feel it. That's why these guys train with those, like, little ass weights in their hands. And that's why, um, you know when it, it factors in in the, in the super late rounds. I can only imagine. It factors in in the super late rounds when you're not used to it. And you get in that water. In those, like, hypothetical, and you get in that deep water. And you have that 20 pounds that you were never used to. And you're like, shit. Like, that's why these guys tire themselves out. And then they, they throw in a little bit of weight into their hands. Yeah. Just so they can get, like, just so they can feel it. And they know what it's like to be in those fucking have waters. Those heavy hands. And you can put, yeah, you can push them through all the way. Dude, having light hands is no joke. You can't do anything. You can't hit, oh. where you just gas your arms out completely. Yeah. What can you do? <laughs> like, what can you do? Like, Not there's tired arms and, like. But there's completely gassed out arms where, like, it feels like they're just floating. It's not a position I can say that I've been in, nor do I want to be in, thankfully. But if you pay me that much money, I guess I would mind. What the? <laughs> I, so, so I set, set up my punching bag, bag or my type, uh, my kickboxing bag. And I want to I wanna start kickbox again. Um, so you're trying to... Has, has Chavez, Chavez has obviously fought since... Because uh, the last time I saw him fight... Like, with my own two eyes was 2012, when 2012? he lost to Maravilla. Maravilla's. Um, yeah, he's fought Martinez. Martinez. I'll check, I'll check oh, that's record. right. You were saying, yeah. yeah. I'll check his record real quick. Sorry for all the noise, guys. Yeah, no, he got knocked down. I'll check it real quick. But he got knocked down by Fanfara. I think it was here. No, it wasn't here in Chicago. It's just Fanfara's from Chicago or something like that. Well, the other thing I wanted to talk about, too, is because I'm not as familiar with it, too. We've been doing a pretty good. For those of you who've been following and watching the uh, the UFC uh, pay per view companions, we've been doing like scorecards. How does how how what's how does the scoring work for for boxing? How does it differ? Is this ten nine rounds? The same UFC team? piggybacks off theirs. It's ten nine rounds. So we pretty much that's why that's the whole dispute in UFC and in judging because it's always been ten nine. And they're like, what the fuck? They're like we elbow, we knee, we kick. We grapple, we take down, we submit. Yeah. What's going on? Like, there's so many other factors that 10-9 doesn't justify a scoring. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, how do I explain it? It doesn't, there's no way of scoring a fight. Like, how can you give, you have to be able to go through different numbers, a different scale. Because there's different ways of dominating a fight where you can give, like, oh, well, that's a 10-8. Yeah, but that's a 10-8 as well. Like, let's see what scenario. What fight can I think of that that would be? I wish I should have brought this up, Frankie. I'm going to have, next time I'm going to have a fight thought of. But, um, so oh, here here's a good scenario. So let's say I... I take you down and I control you for the whole time. And um, at the end of, the, like, 30 seconds, you get up at the end of the round. and you or Let's say at the beginning of the round, you almost knock me out the first 30 seconds. You hit me, and I'm like, oh, shit, I get super wobbled, and I almost fall. and I, But I take you down, and then I hold you, and I hold you down on the floor the whole time. And then the second round comes around, and then I hold you down. And then, again, you almost knock me out. 
And then the next round comes around, and I, again, you almost knocked me down. Like, how do you score that? Like, right. there's no way of scoring that. Do you get? So I held you down the whole time, and I dominated. But you almost knocked me out. Who gets around, though? Because I had more control on the floor. I held you down in those positions. Right. How do you weight that more? Because you almost knocked me out. So shouldn't you weigh that more? Shouldn't you get the round? Because I had to naturally go into defensive position because you hit me on the chin and I'm wobbled. I'm like, oh, shit. I have to get this guy down and hold him on the floor. I would give you the round, but that's how I'm thinking. I would give him, but but see, this is where it gets tricky. A 10-9. Like, and that's like a close round. Yeah, right? and then let's say the second round comes around and I, I take you down to the floor and I just hold you. That's still a 10-9 for me. Like how 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 is that? Like it, it, the rounds are so different. I almost got knocked down in one round, and I held you down. And I see. And and then the next round comes around, and I hold you down. And whereas boxing, it's it's way more like boxing is just punching, and it's like who threw more punches, who landed more power punches, who had the better footwork. Straightforward. And yep. It's like who, it's a lot more clear in boxing with a ten nine, and and if you get more knockdowns in boxing, you deduct, you deduct another point. But in MMA, they're starting to implement the 10-8 rounds a lot more. So, like, let's say first round comes out, you fucking hit me on the chin, boom, I fucking, I go down, I hold you down, you get a 10-8. I get eight points, you get 10. Next round comes out, I hold you down, it's a 10-9, because I held you down the whole round. Like, something like that. Okay. And then the next round comes around, and maybe I win the round. It'll be, it'll, it'll get rid of a lot less ties, a lot less split decisions, a lot less confusion between judges when you can clearly see that well w once you weigh what should be weighed differently okay depend like it shouldn't be depending on judge and that's what it's going by now it's like well there's no rule to weigh this so i i think takedowns are more effective than uh submission attempts okay how, how can you like if i take you down but you're trying to submit me the whole time and i don't do anything on the floor who gets that shit right like, how do you weigh what higher than what? They have to, I think they have to establish these things. Okay. Like, and, and they really haven't because they've piggybacked off of the boxing 10-9 system. Okay. But as far as uh, Full Hill Podcast for Saturday, it's going to be super simple. We're just going to do 10-9, uh, 12 rounds. That's it. And then we get rid of one category because they're probably, I think they, they are, there are point deductions of, I think, categories yeah. in, in boxing. I haven't, I haven't really looked at, like, an actual scorecard like I did for MMA. But there should be a, a spot for point deductions like there is in MMA. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, they definitely need to fix that because there's been some wacky fucking decisions. And uh, that they always say don't leave it in the hands of the judges. Yeah. Why not? If you won, <laughs> why should you have to be like, oh, fuck. Like, there's been a lot of times where, like, there's inexperienced judges as well because they come in from boxing. Yeah. And they see striking as more effective than takedowns yeah and like within grappling and submission attempts they don't know the positions they think it's just a wild scramble on the floor they don't know what else going on right so they'll they'll score whoever has the better the better the guy could have landed a couple more shots on the feet like he could have had the better slightly the better boxing but on the floor he got dominated right but because the judge isn't like experienced in any brazilian jiu-jitsu they're they're not knowledgeable in it yeah they score it for the striker. It has to be weighted differently. Yeah, it's and it's kind of sounds kind of it doesn't sound objective. They yeah it, they need to figure out how to weigh um, how to weigh different shit. I guess all that being said, um, you think this goes all twelve rounds? Mm, 
So here, because they're both power punching, yeah, right? He, and the power punches. Here's what I here's what I think. So Chavez, I think Chavez can win. I don't think he's going to. I think he can. He's the longer fighter. He's strong and he's bigger, so that means he's probably going to be stronger. The question would be his cardio because he's dropping down on this weight. But like I said, he's got a chin. Well, I didn't say that, but he's got a chin. He's longer. And he should be stronger. He seems a little more serious about this fight. And he's very serious about this fight because there's a lot of uh, emotion going into this fight. He, I think, I think Canelo frustrates him and makes him fight like he would want, like how, Can- how Chavez wants to fight, which isn't a good idea for Chavez to get in a, uh, a firefight with this guy. Because Chavez, or uh, Canelo's, I think Canelo will be... One, two, three, combo, out. Shoulder roll, out. Shoulder roll, counter, out. He's going to he's gonna angle off a lot more than, I think, Chavez. Like, if you remember how Manavia would do? Yeah. Look, Chavez did knock him down, but I think it's because Manavia let his guard down in the 12th. He's I like, think Manavia was like, I got this. Yeah, this he is was mine. coasting. Yeah. Which is still dangerous. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's still dangerous. Like, it shows that he has the power to knock out guys that, well, has, did Manavia get knocked out by... Paul, fuck. Do you remember that guy that had a motorcycle accident? The black guy? Paul, you, you would remember. It's that. not Daly, right? No. <laughs> no, there's a black guy that was a really good fucking boxer. He, he was in a motorcycle accident. He's like paraplegic. Oh. Paul. Him and Maravilla had like three fights or two fights. One yeah, of them, Maravilla, yeah, just laid yeah. him out like a stone. Oh, I had to dude, look it up real quick. Dude, Johnny would know this. Yeah, because Johnny, we, I remember this watching these in college. Yeah. Here, I'll look it up real quick. See, this is why I like having the... You have it right there. Yeah. So I'll just look up Sergio Martinez. Paul something. Where is it? Paul. It's going to be Paul Williams. I can't see it. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Yep, Paul Williams. Yeah, so he lost to Paul Williams, and then he, he beat Paul Williams, but he knocked him out with a nasty fucking right. Right on the chin, and this guy just went down like a tree. Boom. <laughs> Timber. A little bit after that. Um, Coming down. Poor... Fucking Williams got into a nasty accident. He's, yeah, he's, I don't, I'm not sure if he's still in a wheelchair. I know he's, I know he's doing a lot better than you know the initial expected. Yeah, than the initial diagnosis. Yeah, the initial or diagnosis. prognosis or yeah. whatever. But I'm um, not a doctor. Canelo's never fought Martinez. That would have been a good fight. <sighs> but um. Oh, I, I forgot he beat Amir Khan, right? Yeah, yeah. Khan went up. He said he had he. he Canelo's doing pretty all right, like in the first, second round, and then Canelo caught on to him. He's like, "Nope, put him out." They put yeah, him asleep. He's, he's got a he's got a pretty, you know, a decent list of of victories there. Yeah. So when they were sitting down in the face to face, Chavez was like, "You haven't fought anybody. You fought smaller guys than you." And he's like, "He's like, I fought the best in my division, <laughs> dude." He's like, "I fought the best they've put in front of me." Straight up. He's like, "You never have." He's like, "When I was the B side and you were the A side, and this fight was trying to be made." He's like, "You didn't want this fight." He said, this fight wasn't made. He's like, now that I'm the A-side and you're the B-side, this yeah. fight's being made. He's like, because I want this fight. Canelo's, Canelo's angry at this yeah, fight for some reason. I'm telling you. It, it's it's, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. I, I, I think we kind of get it. Like, you were kind of hinting at it at the beginning of the show and, like, not to bounce around. But this is, like, charged, right? Like... All of Mexico will be watching this. Yeah, right? oh, they get it for free too. They will be watching this. People, yeah. it, it, it's it's a big deal, right? It, 
these is I mean Canelo arguably the best Mexican boxer right now. Uh, the 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 legacy, right? La, la, la leyenda continua, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chavez Jr. Just you know that whole background. It's it's a pretty big deal. There's there have been tons of like uh, of Mexican versus Mexican fights, right? As if Mexicans love boxing. Two Mexican boxers, good boxers. But it, up until recently, this has been the biggest Mexico versus Mexico one. There was yeah. Uh, Fuck, I, I had him written down and I, and I forgot to jot those down. But, but Marc Antonio like, Barrera versus... They fought, what, twice? Yeah. Or four times, they, no? They fought ridiculous amounts of time. They yeah. fought four times. And it was wars. And then, um, fuck, the Hurricane guy, what's his name? Shit. He was a really good Mexican boxer, too. Barrera? Barrera, yep. That guy was a yeah. fucking beast. Yeah. Kind of looks like Chango, right? Yeah. Ugly Chango? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, he had a he fought three times. They, yeah, there's like a, a these Mexican boxers. There's think, trilogies in four Manny. times. I think he's one of the guys that beat, beat me. Yeah, he beat Manny yeah. Pacquiao, and then Pacquiao Anto- came back and Marco beat him. Antonio Barrera. Yeah, I think that's his name, right? Yeah, but it, yeah, it is. It is. It's a big deal on Cinco de Mayo. Forget whatever Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> yeah, what, what what is Cinco de Mayo, Frankie? La Batalla de Puebla. Can you? I, I, the need French. To, I need to refresh my coffee real quick. Can you... Uh, it is simple. <laughs> Napoleon. Hold up, hold up real quick. Can you, can you give these people a quick history lesson? Yeah, Cinco de Mayo celebrated because of La Batalla de Puebla, or the Battle of Puebla. Puebla is, uh, I think, one of like, the third or fourth biggest cities in Mexico. Big, big, big city. I'm going to take a quick piss. And I can't tell you the year right off the top of the head, but the French, Napoleon, Napoleon and his, 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 his goon, Maximilian, yeah, they were the French were trying to come through and, t- and, and, and take over Mexico, and uh, they gathered a bunch of you know indigenous defenders and, and, and ragtag group of, of of military men and defended uh, Puebla from the French, and that's why it's a big deal. Little Mexico took on the big bad French and we kept them out. Uh, we I say this we as I speak English, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's why it's a big deal. The resistance, and over time, it's become this—I don't know—this bastardized kind of <laughs> uh, St. Patrick's Day, right? No, it's nothing like that. People just drink. I don't know why, but it's yeah, it's not like a holiday or like a national. It's just like a day of, I guess, pride, you know, which goes into the whole boxing thing. Mexicans are prideful of their boxing. They're prideful of these two boxers on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Back bitches, sorry about that. Yeah, look at Batalla de Puebla. Y'all got internet, smartphones. You gave him a quick history. No lesson? Cinco de Drinco. Stop saying that. It's, Read a book. It's Cinco de Cuatro right now. Isn't that what it is for uh, people that haven't seen Arrested Development? They uh, they wanted to ruin all the all the festivities, right, for the Mexicans. The Battle of Puebla. So they would buy all the all the decorations and all the. All the shit that they would celebrate with, so they wouldn't have it, and they would, they would try to ruin it. Rest of development, such a good show that not not enough people watch that. I don't think enough people appreciate. it. Are they show. still coming back for the movie? Is it a movie or another season or something like that? I think it's an. I'm not sure. I thought it was a movie, and then it became a season, and I think it was another season. But they, at the end of the season, they're like, "Oh, that sounds like a good movie." But I think that was a joke because it was supposed to be a movie, and they made it into a season. Who knows? That show's so funny, and it's got so many fucking. So many hidden shits. Um, jokes on jokes. Running yeah. jokes. Jokes on jokes on jokes on jokes. 
Um, so you, how does it feel to be my first official guest on the podcast? On, because, so for podcast purposes, yeah. Quick, quick little history. Full Hill Podcast started off just recording on my phone. Tangent up, uploaded to YouTube, and I was supposed to throw it up on. Um, on a podcast thing like iTunes, Podbean, Podcast Republic, Stitcher, something like that. And I just never did because I kept it on YouTube and it was free. So now finally I threw it up on Podbean. So you guys can check out Full Hill Podcast on Podbean. Get it. So you can get all your audio things. Right now. This one will be up. This will be episode 12. Um, right now I only have episode 11 and 12. This will be 12. And then I have the first 10 that I did. I still have the audio for those. And I'm going to put those up. Uh, soon. You heard it here first. Yeah, so that way if you guys want to check up, check out my first 10 podcasts. Be on the lookout. Yeah, be on the lookout for those. I'll start releasing those. It's gonna drop. But yeah, uh, hit the subscribe button here on YouTube and then uh, check me out on Podbean. But where were we right before I had to go take a piss and get some more coffee? You remember? Uh, let me go back here. Shout outs to Loaded Joe's MMA Podcast. So, um, there's this fucking awesome group on Facebook that they added me to, and uh, this guy, Blake Stevenson, runs it. In, the community. Uh, yeah, no, he runs, like, a little community where we all uh, just uh, put our put our podcast links up there and put all our information, we put all our MMA news, and we all kind of conglomerate into this little Ooh. Facebook network of podcasts. Word of the day. Yeah, and we all get the word out, and we all try to help each other out, so shouts out, shout out to the... Loaded Joe's MMA podcast. They, uh, that's awesome, dude. It, it, for someone just to take out their time and do it, it's fucking great. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for checking it out and, and for, for commenting and watching. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I've, thanks for sharing. I've, I've met a couple of groups like that. One's like for wrestling where just this guy just runs like a little wrestling thing, wrestling fans. Um, You know what we were talking about? Uh, We were talking about the uh, kind of like the history or, or like Mexican versus Mexican fighters. Uh, and this the kind of the uh, the history behind that, and it's not like the first like big Mexican fight, right? Or between Mexican fighters. I'm yeah, trying to. I'm currently trying. There hasn't been big. Uh, been a big one in a while. Yeah. You would have to check on Anlo to, to see one of the last ones, but like even those weren't really seen as huge. Uh, I was like, what the shit? Yeah, fucking. The streets. The yeah. streets are talking to everybody. Some fucking car with like a little cart attached to the back, all rattly. But um, Alfonso Gomez, you remember that one? I kind of remember that one. It was stopped by the ref. I don't. But it was... um. This is... Uh, Canelo. No. So, honestly, again, I can... Since the days of the decline of... Not, not that there was a decline, right? Mm-hmm. But since like probably De La Hoya at the end there... Um, and you know, Mayweather come, I, I, I didn't really pay attention to boxing. Right. So I think I started picking up, uh, attention to Canelo again, probably more than anything. Cause of Johnny, right. Shout out Johnny, yeah. the body mm-hmm. who will be here for the companion. Yeah. He um, said he should be, he, we'll confirm, but he's, he should be here. Dude. I think the one that I remember, was it, uh, was it Hatton where, and I think this was in high school. I think I was still in high school. I could be wrong. Was it where, like, didn't this dude get brain damage after? Or, like, afterwards he couldn't fight? He lost, and he got into a really big depression, and he got, he got, uh, he became an alcoholic. Oh, is that what happened? I'm sorry if I yeah. misconstrued that. Sorry, But he would, he would take, he took, he took beatings. Yeah. 
He took yeah, no, that when dude, because it was it was he got KO'd right or no? It was no, it was, got, it was he bad. He got KO'd though. by Manny and I think by Mayweather as well. Yeah, uh, well, did he, I don't know if he got KO'd by Mayweather. Did he even fight Mayweather? Or am I just talking out of my ass? He had to have fought Mayweather. I'm almost certain he fought Mayweather. I'm not sure if he knocked him out. That's why the internet's here. But um, no, this is this is gonna be a great Mexican fucking showdown, dude. It, yeah, here we go. There was the epic trilogy between, uh, like you were saying, Barrera and Eric Morales. Mm-hmm. Four-fight rivalry between Israel Vasquez and Rafael Marquez. And then it goes as far back as 1977 between two dudes I've never heard of. Carlos Zarate and Alfon- Alfonso Zamora. Yeah, I haven't heard Zamora. of Zamora. A lot of those guys. I, I can't see the English flag against... I'm see, I'm going to be completely honest. That these names I know just because of Fight Night. <laughs> fight Night? Fight night, you know? Yeah. When you would be like an idiot and pick a boxer like a heavyweight versus like a middleweight and be like, yeah, all right. 64 was it or what was the PlayStation? The PlayStation uh, 2. The PS2. Dude, this, I'm, I guess I don't, No, he did fight hand. Okay. I thought I was wrong. Ricky, yeah. Ricky and he did, he did stop him in the 10th. Holy shit. I was right. Yeah. That was his 39th victory. Sounds like TKO. Yeah, dude. That's that's when I was like, this kid. This kid is crazy. After he beat De La Hoya. Split decision. He beat Hant and he knocked him out. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was looking up the record. Yeah. yeah. Hant's brother. Dude, I didn't know about that one. Hant's brother fought Canelo. I didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah, dude. Over again, here, shout out to Johnny here. the Body. This is over here. I like it. Hey, I like that they're fact. We got fact checkers on the side over here too, folks. I like that. Yeah. Shout outs to Loda Joe's over here with the facts. With the boxing knowledge, um, I'm barely starting to get to know, like, just nope. just off of watching these guys' shows and I'll, checking them out because I'll check them out every so often when I get a chance and I'm not busy. But um, No fake news. It seems like he was a big Mayweather fan. And a lot of people seem to hate Mayweather. I don't. I like Mayweather. Like I said, I took some boxing classes. I know what fucking getting hit in the face feels like. I understand Mayweather's style 100%, yeah. and I appreciate it 100%. I don't know why people don't. Uh, I'm going to go with you and just say, like, uh, I mean, I under, I, this is me. I'm a, As a casual fan, it's not entertaining, right? And we just want to pay to see something that's going to – we want to see somebody get knocked out. You know, we want to see something. We want People want to see the flash. But if you don't know boxing, I feel like you don't be like, this is a, 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 a shitty fight, right? Don't yeah. don't comment on how you shouldn't have paid all of that. Oh, yeah, I hate when people complain about the Mayweather fights. There was To me, they were entertaining. I don't know. Uh, but this one is going to be – so I'm not in a position where I'm going to be like, ah, oh, fuck Floyd Mayweather. Because, dude, undefeated? Yeah. Like, that, to go... First of all, I can't box. To do that, to go undefeated, you got to do something right, right? Because, I mean, any sport. I played soccer for 20-plus years. At least 50% of those games that I played competitive or not have been losses, you know? Like, it's bound to happen. Like, that's insane. Especially in like fighting, even if it is boxing where it's just a one style, right? You're standing up and throwing fists, right? It's somebody that some somebody's got different. Everybody's got a different style, right? You're gonna have to come up against certain different variables, and he's been able to adjust to that. Every not even adjust because one thing is it's impressive to me in any tactic as in any trainer, as a coach, as as an athlete. To adjust, right? To be pragmatic, to change your approach. That's already impressive. But he goes as far as to impose the way oh, that yeah. he wants to box. No, because uh, they ask him. It's funny because uh, 
You they react to Floyd. Have you been looking at uh, Canelo? Or how are you going to get ready for Canelo? I think they've asked, uh, I think they've asked his dad or his uncle. And he's like, you better be getting ready for us. Because they always train the same. They always train the same. He always trains the same. Canelo? He, no, uh, Mayweather. Oh, Mayweather. Mayweather always trains the same. He doesn't get ready for anybody. He gets ready to box. Right. He's there to box. He's not... You're going to fall into his traps, and you're, he's going to counter you, and he's going to lead you in, and his reaction time is boom. He's out, and then, and he's going to hit you with the right. He's out, and he's going to hit you with the right. He's phenomenal. He's he's fucking phenomenal. I argue with my dad all the time. <laughs> Me and him get into fucking arguments with my mom's like, Cállense ya. Pa que, pa que hablan tanto. Ya se pelearon, y ya la decisión ya está. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but my dad's hard-headed. He'll always be like, the lawyer, I know he beat, he beat Mayweather. I'm like, no. I'm like, no, he didn't. I'm like, go back and watch it. Put it out. I'll put it like, out right now. I'm like, now. get rid of their fucking, their nationalities. I'm like, get rid of the nationalities. Get past that. Yeah, and, and see the fight for what it was. De La Hoya was slower, and he got beat. He got countered. He, he, he got shoulder rolled. He got countered the whole fight. Um, De La Hoya tried to, tried to pressure him, try to get him against the ropes. That's not his game. And he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna beat Mayweather with his game. He he needed to find the game plan that was gonna beat Mayweather because De La Hoya's original game plan wasn't gonna work against against such a defensive fucking master as Mayweather, Money Mayweather. And that's what I'm saying. Like it, again, it's impressive. Like it, it, it's one thing to go into it and adjust, right, and be mm-hmm. like, oh shit, okay, this isn't working. Let me change my game plan. You know, react and 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 adapt right that's yeah. impressive but to go in and like from the start to finish of the fight just be like you're on the front foot the whole time yeah, right without it, even having if you want a great example of uh mayweather adjusting to a fight yeah. is him and ver- him versus mosley mosley cracks him dude that's the worst you ever see fucking uh floyd, floyd yeah, get dude, touched yeah, up. you're like holy shit what the hell it's gonna happen it's gonna Finally. happen and um i think they go back to the corner and his uncle's like, "What the hell you do? Go back to what? Go back to what you know. Go back to we, go back to what we do. Go back to what we do. Go back to what we know." And then boom, you see the defensive Mayweather come back out. You see the defensive shell come back out. The nice little shoulder roll, or the uh, the pop in the shoulder up. Right. And and, and it's so smart because it hides your chin. And whenever they throw a jet, I don't. When I when I taught you guys that little like the little bit of fight nights that we would had in, uh, so we'd rent out our rooms. At U of I, because we're in a frat. The combat we're room. We're in a frat. We still are. The combat room. Yeah, but um, we would run out a combat room at U of I, and I would teach these guys how to box a little bit, just from the little knowledge I had that um, that I would learn from my Muay Thai coach, because he would he would divide it up into Muay Thai, boxing, and then we would have our wrestling, and then we would have our jiu-jitsu, and then we would have our MMA. We, I, I trained the traditional way, and then I mixed it up in MMA. That's why I love my class. Oh, my God. Sorry to get off topic a little bit, but... It's gone, right? My school's gone, dude. It fucking sucks. Shout out the Dragon's Lair. Yeah, shout out to R.I.P. the Dragon's Lair, dude. Gracie Barra Gym. Yeah, it used to be a Gracie Barra. Um, in Champaign, Illinois. Yeah, in. Uh, oh shit! It, undisclosed location. Yeah, Never mind. It, it was a little. <laughs> it was a little garage that they would open. It was. It was a nice size garage. That I, I guess it was supposed to be where they worked on. Um, he worked on cars, but he turned it into a gym, and we would go. That that was that's the only place I've ever trained martial arts. But we went back this weekend to see our fraternity cross six members. Shout out to Omega Delta Phi. But um, dude, we went Saturday. We shot out over there. We came back that same fucking night. Twenty three hours awake. I was just represent real quick. Just represent real quick. Yeah, put on for re- this. Yeah, put quick. on for the set real quick. Yeah. Dude, I was high as fuck on the. It was a, it was awesome. It was a whole super doobie cruise. Speaking of which, you gotta switch the. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
yeah. It was a super fucking badass Doobie Cruise. The whole ride over there. It was fucking great. It went two hours, two, two and a half hours over there, two and a half back. Visited my old uh, stomping ground, my old uh, job. Dude, I lived there for six years. Had had this had the food I used to get all, all the time. It was fucking. It was it was nice. Quick little stroll down memory lane. Yeah, quick little stroll. I hadn't been there in three years, so it was good to see. But um, it was sad to see that my school is fucking gone. They they have a different location, but um. And he, yeah, they, they, a different. The well, not the striking coach. I guess is in charge now. With all this, it, I don't know if it's really in charge. They kind of all just train with each other, and they all do competitions. Even the coaches. So, well, they are coaches. What the hell am I talking about? They're, they're, he, he's the coach there. I, well, I'm not sure. I haven't been there, but they're all they they've all been training forever. Those guys are fucking great. Shout out to the, um, I think it's a Cosa now, A K O S A. I think that's what I, I don't know if it's an Akron or like I said, I haven't been down there in years, and I barely went down for the fraternity, and I went down and came back that same, that same day. So, so back to what we were talking about. Sorry about that. Yeah. So no, we're so the fight nights we would run out the room. And I would train you guys a little bit. I would give you guys a little bit of jiu-jitsu lesson, a little bit of boxing lesson, a little bit of kicking lesson, you know, shit like that. And then we got to spar. Yeah, we would get to sp- Well, I would let you guys. I didn't spar with you guys. I don't want to beat you <laughs> If you up. can call it that, yeah. sparring. I would let you guys go at it. Throw each other around on the fucking mats for a while. Be very clear about this, Frankie. I did not beat the crap. I did no. not take advantage of you guys and beat the shit out Disclaimer, of you Disclaimer, nobody was armbarred. Yeah, except Pato. Fatally. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, I, I showed you guys and I applied the moves, but I was more... I, I was trying to teach you guys. I, I, I had to go... There was a lot of new guys rolling in and out, so we had to go... I kind of was used to it already, and I wanted to teach you guys because I think it's something that everyone should learn a little bit. Let's see, yeah, no, um, but um, we'd watch boxing matches and shit like that, just because I wanted you guys to appreciate, like what it what it is. I hate when people just criticize Mayweather for being a defensive. Good at what he does. Yeah, get hit in the face and tell me, tell me you want. You- and you know what it was that that kind of got me. I was kind of like in that camp, and like I remember you being like, nah. But it wasn't until somebody... I can't remember. It might have even been you who made the comparison. It was like, hey, it's like when GSP fights, right? Yeah, it's like, no, he takes people down to the floor. It's the same and gonna, fucking yeah, thing, yeah, right? He's, he's going to be active enough just to not get up, but he's going to be active enough to stay on the floor right? and win the fight. <laughs> well, Floyd's never been knocked out, right? But GSP said, I got knocked out, yeah. never again. Dude, I'm dude, straight. His name was George Rush St. Pierre. He had to change his style because he got knocked out by Matt Serra. Matt Serra. Was that what, the first time? That was uh, well, the second beat, one. He got the beat by uh, Hughes because he fought Sarah what, a couple times, right? He fought Sarah twice, so he beats he lost to Sarah by knockout, and then he came back and fucked up Sarah with knees to the side. The ref had to step in and stop him. <laughs> he was just he was just holding him on the floor yeah, and fucking right. him up. The rematch It was pretty vicious. Was, and then after that, it kind of got ah. Speaking of rematches, they, they, I read there's a rematch in the contract to this. Mm-hmm. If uh, if Canelo loses, he's he gets the, he he's got the option for the immediate rematch. Oh yeah, he's side A. I bet he put that in. They, I I love how they I, again. That. I don't think it'll happen, right? But what? Mm-hmm. Imagine. It, what it, it, and then we're talking about another big Mexico versus Mexico fight. This could potentially turn into a Mexico versus Mexico, you know, like series, right? Like we had, you yeah. know, the trilogies before the, you know, the four the four fights between a. Uh, Got a new pipe this week. Legends in the past and shit, you know? Yeah, no, it's... Barrera versus Morales. The four-fight rivalry between Vasquez and Marquez. Craziness. Putting boxing back on the map, right? It's crazy, man. (laughs) Yeah. 
No, but I uh, see. I've once Cusco I like boxing because I grew up with it. Like I, like we said, and then it dipped off for me once De La Hoya got out of it because it was a nas- national thing. Not a, not that I'm nationalistic, but it was a Mexican pride thing. We'd watch it because of no. Mexican pride. And then he, like you said, he's been making yeah. moves with Golden Boy. I yeah. was impressed because he lost me for a while after he put out his album. Yeah, and then once I started doing MMA, I, I appreciated the arts, and I went back. You know, I, I watched all Mayweather's fights. After that, we would watch Mayweather's fights because they were against Canelo's, against fucking uh, Pacquiao's. We, we would get some of those fights, and we would get all the MMA fights. So after I started training, my appreciation for the sports grew so much more. Instead of just being like, oh, yeah, he's Mexican and watching the fight because they were Mexican. Right. And I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah. No, <laughs> uh, so, uh, we went off on a tangent, started talking about Mayweather and shit like that. So, um, well, because I mean, Chavez never fought Mayweather. No, right? he's but, never uh, fought Mayweather. He's too, way too small. Canelo got him, right? Too yeah. soon, some might say. Well, too, he had to move down too much. Well, here's the thing. Do you wait till you get bigger? Because Canelo's only naturally going to put on more weight. His body's only going to put get older, and it's going to retain more weight. You know, you don't get skinnier and, and fitter as the age goes on. Yo, so I'm going to say something that might be a little bit. I didn't know that there was ten fight, ten round fights. Yeah, that's uh, earlier on in the careers. That's just like. I think you can do them for non championship fights as well. If you watch, uh, like ESPN Fight Nights on Fridays, yeah. it's uh, like they can agree to ten rounds. They, yeah. they used to be fifteen when Again. fucking. Ali used to fight. They had to lower that because they're like, you guys are going to die. You guys are beating the fuck out of each other too much. Again, I apologize for my <laughs> glaring gaps of, of boxing knowledge. As Rafa said, I have a history background. So I generally... You're I, a soccer I, fan anyway. I, yeah. Well, I like just kind of like the history of things too. You know, like mm-hmm. the history of certain, like the way things come up. Like the NBA, ABA merger is interesting. Yeah. You know, the NFL. I, like just you know, how things come around you know is history to me. So the, ca- the camera's on... The bo- here, let me see. It's on a boxing book on my boxing encyclopedia. Let's see if I can get it. Yeah. So you guys see the high-tech gear we're working with here. Yeah, you can see the high-tech. For those of you on Podbean, yeah. look this up on YouTube. Yeah, you can look it up on YouTube, on Full Hill Podcast. Let me put it back. But, um, yeah, you can see it's on uh, the encyclopedia of boxing. Oh, I couldn't, they couldn't even see it. It was on me the whole time. See, that's why I need a producer. Whoever wants to be a free producer. They were, just, they were just Bone watching me free. fiddle with the camera. They ain't even but, paying uh, them. No, see, it's on the... Uh... <laughs> we need a soundboard. Yeah. That'd be tight. See, it's on the boxing encyclopedia. What is it? The boxing encyclopedia? The ultimate boxing encyclopedia. Oh. I picked that up. I look at it every once in a while. Should I put it on me again? No. I don't want two cameras on me. But, um... Here, I got a couple more subjects I want to talk about so we could end it. We could wrap up soon. We've been going... For like an hour anyway. But uh, yeah, I got the most important part that I want to talk about. Because it, that fight is this Saturday. And I'm doing a fight companion on it. But um, it's, a, it's a super important fight. And not talking about it would be kind of... It would suck. Not talking about this fight. I, I had to get it out. I yeah. had a good douche. <laughs> I had a good douche on somebody. And everyone was busy. You have an A to day. Is today your guys' anniversary of A to day? Uh, it, was, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. But I'll get you about it. Everybody's working and stuff. Yeah. So, so no, when you're in a fraternity, you have a certain day that you cross, and these guys all like have a line of what is sixty you guys. Depends on who you ask. Yeah. yeah. So there's sixty <laughs> you guys that crossed, and Sunday was five or six maybe. Yeah. So um, you're not going to NXT because you're you're not a super wrestling fan like I am. And, and let me tell you something, brother. 
you're, you're going to be, be on the Fool Hill podcast. podcast. Yeah, no, and I'm, and, well, not, I'm not going to say that I'm broke, but, like, mm-hmm. we're, I'm probably going to go to, like, bachelor parties and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, my going. boys who are making moves mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so NXT is here and Backlash is the next day. Is the 21st and the 22nd. In May, right? It's yeah, this month. month. Yeah, so I have my tickets for NXT TakeOver Chicago. I was thinking about going to a music festival too. Riot Fest to see like Nine Inch Nails or Queens mm. and Stone Age. Dude, this... um, There's there's a place that's going to have a lot of fucking cool ass... I don't even know. My mind blinked. This summer? I don't know if it's... uh. Maybe Lollapalooza? I think Lollapalooza. Isn't Chance going to be on there? Yeah, like, Lollapalooza. is like crazy ass. Like this lineup this year looks actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, both like Lollapalooza and Riot Fest are, are, are decent, I guess. And then we li- live in a city where they have a tons of others. There's North Coast, you know, Pitchfork. Um, if that's still happening. <laughs> Mambi at the Beach. I think that's more like an EDM dance one. So I don't really know about that one. But that happens. Yeah. That happens. And then there's like... The one we have one on Halloween, you know, they do the one at, a, at the Toyota Stadium with the fireplace. It's called Freaky Deaky. That one I just remember because it's called Freaky Deaky. Let's go to Freaky Deaky, oh, guys. Shit. Sorry, I cut you off, Freaky. That sounds like where you go to get like. Thanks, dude. I'm all ripped over here, messing with the camera, not not putting your back on this guy. Just on my on my freaking kettlebell, cause I'm a fucking beast, like Joe Rogan. Shout out to Joe Rogan. I'm gonna fucking get kettlebells. Anything <laughs> on the fucking podcast. 35 pounds shoulder, shoulder Yeah, no, so yeah, like Rafa was saying, there's two pay-per-views, right, for like the WWE, professional wrestling coming yeah, up. So there's NXT. They're going hard. Takeover in Chicago is going to be the first time here. They've been in Chicago a lot recently. They're not doing NXT. a lot. This is the first oh, no, time NXT's not NXT. ever been here. My fault. Yeah. But uh, no, you're right, though. WWE's been here a lot. A fucking lot. Um... So, so we, we got, got tickets, tickets to that. Me and my brother, brother got tickets to that. To that. Uh, I'm gonna, gonna get together with another guy that uh, hit that, that's part of that uh, Loaded Joe's MMA podcast. Shout out to uh, Brandon Bronze, I believe that's the order of the words. Um, they have a, they have a pretty good podcast. It's like three dudes from here in Chicago. They um, they give fight predictions and odds and bets. Pretty sure they place bets because they give the the odds and shit like that. And they give you their picks. They had an interview with Mark Hunt. It was pretty awesome. They actually called Mark Hunt up, and he gave a badass interview. And that interview got an uh, article from, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was, I think it was MMA News, or it was it was a pretty big, one of those pretty big, like, MMA news sites. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think it was BJPen.com, but it was one of those. Sorry, I got a little. Is that the <coughs> dry fucking throat? Is BJPen one of, like, yeah. the go-tos? For doing those, yeah. From doing those fucking kettlebell shoulder things, I'm, I'm out of shape. Um, yeah, I'm 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 gonna get my backlist tickets, but uh, I'm gonna he already has his NXT and backlist tickets, so I'm probably gonna meet up with him before NXT, or it's a Saturday, so I'm not I don't have work the next day. I don't know. I'm not a drinker, but if he's trying to have a beer, I'll probably have a beer too, and uh, see what's up. Um. I might sounds like a Tinder. I, I think he was talking about. Um, they were we're trying to work something out where I have him on here before NXT, and we could break down NXT and break down WWE and do a little podcast before that and backlash. Still, like got two two and a half weeks, so I actually need to hit him up 
fast before that so we could see moving see pieces. What's up. Yeah, moving gotta, pieces. Gotta get shit together. So there was Charlotte nudes released today. Charlotte Flair. Yeah, Charlotte released, Flair. released like she yeah. got hacked. Yeah, she got man. Hacked. Fuck the internet. Page. <laughs> like that Paige shit is hacked? that's heavy. Well, is isn't that how uh, that fucking porno got out? That sex tape with of the page. Yeah, with the that's the, how that got out too. No? There was a lot of ca- there was a lot of pictures. That's crazy, well. man. If y'all gonna do that, be careful. Turn your Wi-Fi off. Turn Look. your Bluetooth off. The NSA, we already know, has access to it if they want it. Mm-hmm. If you're famous, y'all got to be careful, y'all. Beca- I mean, nobody deserves this shit, right? Yeah. Nobody should have to look out and then have to worry about. But, yeah, just be careful. Yeah, there's news. This is the day and age we live in. So if if you're doing stuff like this, you got to know that this is this is a possibility. So we got to be tread lightly. I'm lucky enough no one wants to see me naked. Tread lightly. So I don't oh, no. worry about that. Hell no. We're just normal ass. Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> schmucks over here yeah so um i definitely prefer the page ones but i'm not gonna complain about a bunch of nude pictures from wwe superstars unless it was like that's rick flair's daughter that's rick flair's daughter, right? flair's daughter you have to see it you have to see him just on the fact that it's rick flair's daughter Woo! let me tell you something brother uh, we yeah. need the soundboard i need yeah i'm gonna i just gotta I just got more money at work. I just got a raise at work and shit like that, so. That's crazy, man. I'm going to start buying more stuff for this shit, little by little, like I've been saying. Like, these guys are, are, are professional entertainers. Like, don't mm-hmm. they, like, don't they have, like, I don't know, right? Because I'm sure, like, basketball teams and, like, football teams don't have, like, people. Or maybe they do. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Or maybe some teams do and some don't. Some organizations don't. Like, people to transition, like, right? To, like, or kind of, like, groom these people and, like, hey. You're like this is how like you, this is how you gotta like go about it. Handle yourself. It's 2017, bro. We gotta, you gotta take groom a people a little bit more, right? Not you gotta <laughs> live. All right, you gotta live once. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Look out for my nudes. Just kidding. Don't do that. Yeah, um, UFC 211. I'm gonna do a fight companion oh, for that. Look out for that. I'm probably not gonna be here for that, but it, I'm you, kicking myself. I think it's um, shit. I don't even know what. It's it a sick card. If for those who uh, you know you're not going to be available for that? No, nah, probably not. It's cause you guys got a it's, show? It, no, I'm going to the game I got it for, for the fire game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the game that. is late. Okay. The game starts like at 8. Okay. And so, yeah, if I do see anything, it'll yeah. be the main event. Uh, we could take a look at the card real quick. Stipe Miocic, the pride of Cleveland, Ohio, and Croatians everywhere. That's where he's originally from. Or he's Croatian American, right? Is that right? Um, yeah, he's born here, but I'm pretty sure uh, he wears the flag, the he's Croatian, Croatian flag on his shorts. Not anymore since the Reebok deal, but now that they've allowed it, I guess he started wearing it. Again. Like Krokop, like Miracle yeah, Krokop. So he's 16 and two versus uh, Junior Santos, 18 and four. Oh, I forgot he was against Cigano. Oh, you know, that's gonna be fought, such a good right? fight. Yeah, Cigano won the first. Yeah, one. hell yeah. So how do you think that one's gonna go down? This will be what his third title defense or second? Um, Stipe, right? He, he won he, it, so he won it and then defended it once, right? So this will against, be his second. Yeah, he defended against Overeem, so this would be his second defense, and it would be against mm. uh, the guy that beat him. Dude, this guy—he's six four. He's fucking huge. I think he's got a big head. He's a firefighter. Yeah, his own—that was his last loss was to this man. He's yeah. fighting. <laughs> Kevin Struve caught him with a nice punch too. Uh, he was a lot longer. I can understand that one. Damn. But uh, I think I'm gonna go with. Well, I understand the Dos Santos one. Dos Santos is a good fighter, except Kane. He's coming off two TKOs and a KO, man. But then Junior Dos Santos, damn, watch out for that. Dos Santos is really good, but um, 
who's he knocked out recently? Well, look at his record recently. Like, um, so he's law in his last four, one, two, three, four, five, six. He's three and three in his last six. Lost. He won. He beat Rothwell. Lost to Overeem. Beat Stipe. Lost to Kane. <laughs> beat Hunt. Lost to Kane. Lost to Kane twice. Yeah, he's lost to Kane twice, and he's he beat Stipe though, the current champion. What do you think about that fight? So he lost. Cigano lost his championship back to Kane, right? Is that what yeah, he lost the second to? one to Kane, he lost it. And uh, dude, he hasn't fought a lot. Pretty, I'm not. No, he, he hasn't got popped for anything. No. Might have. I think he injuries. Had, I think he Is had he injured? an injury. He should have though taken a lot of time off after those Kane beatings. Kane beat the fuck out of him, bro. Slam and punch. Yeah, happy Cinco de Mayo to you. Oh my God. Yeah. That was, that was like three years ago, though, man. Time flies. Yeah. You remember because the, he won on uh, UFC on Fox out, One. Yeah. UFC on Fox One. That was the, the very first out. one. Yeah, the first one, like 36 seconds. But, At least uh, it was free. <laughs> yeah, right? A lot of people were like, I, I read a lot. Of, oh, well, um, this is why I prefer boxing. I like all of them. Like, I, I prefer MMA just because I've trained it, but... I love boxing because it's part of MMA. Without boxing, MMA wouldn't be the same. It's a foundation. Yeah. It's a building it's the hands, block. Cornerstones. You want to catch these hands, Frankie? No, absolutely not. Ever, ever hit you guys with... Yeah, hell yeah. I've held your pads. Not in the face. That though, sounds right? weird. But yeah, I've, I've thrown... Yeah, that shit hurts. <laughs> you get welts just from holding pads. Those kicks, oh my God. Those Muay Thai kicks, those shins to the side. Yeah, so... I. I'm leaning Stipe. I think Stipe's yeah, grown. I think, I think he's grown enough to be the junior. Is it is it a co-main event? The other the other championship fight, or is it just this? Uh, Joanna's fighting. She's it, she's defending against I, uh, Jessica Andrade. Andrade. I think I got Joanna. She's vicious. This other this other girl is good on the uh, grappling. Brazilian, obviously, Brazilian. right? And she's coming down in weight. Oh, she's coming down. She wanted a 125 division, and she had to settle for 115. What is the straw weight? She was at 135. No, right. There's no 120. So, the, quick, uh, they talked about uh, a 125 division, and they thought uh, they talked about opening it up with a tough season, but um, I don't know if they're 100% on this shit now. But they were about oh, to do uh, it. Oh, the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, the Ultimate Fighter. Why go all the way out here? I just want to see the card. Look, there you go. Yeah, Joanna oh. versus Jessica. This girl's sixteen and five, and this girl's thirteen and zero. I don't think she gets rid of the O. Oh, I think Jessica. Or, uh, sorry, Joanna stays yeah, undefeated. She's ruthless with it. I've seen her destroy girls in there. Damian Maya fighting Masvidal. Oh my god, dude! I don't know. So my my is incredible, dude. Like, but it's it's his jujitsu. Yeah, is top three. He Top three, possibly one. Was Condit his last win? No, right? Condit, well, no. Uh, his last win was... But he did beat uh, Condit. He did beat Condit recently. I'm not sure if Condit was his last win. It wasn't. Uh, it was. It was Carlos Condit. Dude, when was it, though? Rear naked. Scoring on a year. Like, nah. Like nine months. Yeah. Nine months. Oh, I was so disappointed because this was coming off when Carlos should... Have won that fight against fucking Lawler, right? Dude, I got I. That's I was pissed. That I was a Carlos, fight of 2016, though. I don't think I even bet on that fight. 
I was just pissed. I didn't have any fucking. Dude, that was amazing. Times I didn't, I didn't have anything. If nobody's seen that, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. That, that was my pick for 2016 fight of the night, and it was incredible the year, because it was the first like pay per view of the January year. January second, yeah, it was like ridiculous. It was like the first. What a way to start! I would definitely go back and watch that 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 fight if you guys haven't seen it. Incredible fight, but um, dude, George is no slouch on the floor, and his stand up is incredible. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> incredible. It's crazy because Woodley's free right now from a fight. So if Maya would have held off a little, like a little bit longer, he yeah. would have gotten the fight. Shit. I don't know, man. Jacare, look what just happened to Jacare. So you're right. It could happen. It could happen. George could avoid the takedown, because see, here's the thing. Maya isn't a wrestler. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. What if Masvidal is a wrestler? What if he's good enough to stop this guy from getting him to the floor and he keeps it standing? Which is what Whitaker did to Jacare because Jacare isn't a natural wrestler. Right. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. It could happen. It, 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 it just did happen. Go to Maya. It just, well, yeah, it could happen to Maya. He's coming off a nice streak. Cortez would say he's due for a loss. Yeah. Well, um, here, let's wrap it up a little bit quick, because you, you're, you got to get out of here soon, right? Yeah, no rush. It's all good. Uh, Going a couple blocks away. Dude, Frankie Edgar versus Yair Rodriguez. Oh, that's oh the one I'm going to kick myself God, the most. Pantera. Dude. Holy shit. Oh, man. Is Yair ready? Because I think so. Frankie's not done. You don't think so? Frankie's not done. He's He's been, he's had some ups and downs lately. Yeah, but is, is Yair there? Like, is he at that level to be like... I'm ready to get the title. Because this is against Jose Aldo. This is against Max Holloway, whoever wins that one. I don't think he gets the next. He could. I don't think he should, but... Holloway's an interim champion. That's, right? the, that's the division, yeah. That's the division. So I I don't think Holloway should be the interim champ. I think he should be the champ champ because he beat Perez, and they gave the title to Aldo. So Holloway had a fight to win it. And Aldo was given the title, so why should why isn't it the other way around? Yeah, I guess because of timing, but I don't understand that decision. They should make him fight. Well, they are making him fight it out right away. That was a fight. They, if they would have made any other fight, it didn't make sense. You're just gonna leave a title out there. Two two champions in that division. Three champions in that division. Damn. Literally, there's three champions in that division right now. You know that, right? Yeah. Connor. Aldo. Alloway. Connor hasn't been beat. Oh, he hasn't defended it. I don't care. He hasn't got beat. Too... And he beat the champion. You have Aldo as the champion of that division that got beat by... The real champion. By Connor. And then you have Holloway as the interim that also got beat by Connor. And now he's a champion in 155. So to say that he's not the champion... I know why they do. It. I know why they do it, but I, Connor's still the two-time champion right now. He's yeah. the two-time champ. You know, or in two different classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it in boxing because they just move up. I guess every time they move up, they vacate it. But like Mayweather's like I'm the this whatever champion this time whatever champion because like I never lost it too. <laughs> I think they. I think they do that shit. Lay out all the belts. Yep. And then Perez uh, versus Sejudo. Are we? How many fights is that? Let's see, one, two, three. Oh, Sergio, because uh, uh, we do we do. Showtime like is fight. fighting soon too, right? 
Yeah, he, 213. he's got a fight against Jim Miller, which is going to be a fucking badass fight. 213. Yeah, but we only do the last five fights, so we're going to do that one, Sejudo versus Sergio Perez. Because if we do any more than... If we do any more than five fights, it's like three hours long. Yeah. If people want it, we can do more. Like, But right now, I'm trying to cut it down to two and a half. I'm going to go ahead and... And under? I'm going to go with Perez. Perez against Sejudo? Sejudo is a, is a wrestler, right? I think Sejudo An Olympic him. wrestler. Yeah, I think Sejudo beats You think him. so? I think he holds him down. Yeah, I think he, I think he holds him on the he holds him on the fight. I haven't looked at odds. I, I haven't looked at any of the odds on the fights of this. It's still like two weeks away. Yeah, but I think uh, 